Okay, Misiyata Deshmaya, let us begin the eighth parak. So, Misiyata's Brachas started with uh, Kriyashma. When to read Kriyashma was the first parak. How to read Kriyashma was the second parak. How not to read Kriyashma was the third parak. After you say Krishma Shel Arvis, which is the first thing that happens in a day, you uh, go to sleep, and then you daven. Or actually, you daven and go to sleep. So we then talked about Ochas Tefillah. So we talked the fourth parak, when to daven, the fifth parak, how to daven. After you daven, you eat. So the sixth parak talked about all the brachas one would make on foods that they eat. And the sixth parak segued in the end towards Hilcha's ending of the meal. When does the bracha last until? When, when can you still eat? My machroinim. We segued into benching. The seventh parak was about mezumen. The eighth parak now discusses um, a series of machlekes beishama b'shilo, which is be'etzem, which is be'etzem centered around the meal, although it will, it will move, it will move from there. So it says the Mishnah, Elu dvarim, the following zachin, sheben beishamayu ben beishilo besuda, is a machlekes between beishamayu and beishilo, each one of these machlekesin may sound trivial, but they are the proverbial tip of the iceberg. That means as like a proverb. The like proverb is a mushal. Right? Beishamai um, Oymrim. I'm quite familiar with quite as in. Mevar, he's not angry. Mevar, you make a bracha on the day, and then you make a bracha on the wine. Okay, so we're talking about Kiddush. We're talking about Kiddush. So when you make Kiddush, let's talk about Friday night. So you know, Yom HaShishi is not part of Kiddush. Yom HaShishi is very important. The beginning, we're being made that Akash Baruch Hu created the world. So that's why a lot of people have a minute, even if they sit for Kiddush, they stand for Yom Hashishi. It's different part of Kiddush. It's not. It's different part. It's not Kiddush. So some people even sit for Yom Hashishi. But even people that sit for Kiddush would stand for Yom Hashishi. It's not Kiddush. When you get to Kiddush, what do you do? There's two parts to Kiddush. You have to make the bracha on the wine, and you have to make a bracha on the day. What goes first? Beshama says. The wine goes, the, the day goes first. Beishamah varch al hayyoyim, varchach varch al hayyayim. Beishilo says fakert, beishilo emrim varch al hayyayim, varchach varch al hayyoyim. You make a brach on the wine first and then the day, which is what we do. We say, Baruch atah savri, Baruch atah shem v'kenam alam, Baruch gofen, Baruch atah shem v'kenam alam, Asher kedushanam v'nitzayisav v'ratzavanu. On Yontif, when there is no yom ashishi, when there is no Yom HaShishi, we do the same thing. We start, So we do like, but now you're thinking, what about Shabbos Day? What about Shabbos Day? Don't we say Kiddush first and then make a brach on the wine? Well, the answer is, once again, Kiddush Shabbos Day is not Kiddush. Kiddush Shabbos Day is a Takanas Chachamim 
that what differentiates Shabbos lunch from Tuesday lunch? You could say what foods you have, but then maybe, you know, some of us eat child for leftover Sunday day also. So what separates Shabbos day lunch from Sunday? What, what, what gives it its Kedusha? So Chazal said, you know what you have to do? You have to make a brach on a cup of wine. So Chazal or Mesakin, you have to make a brach on a cup of wine. Some people don't make a brach on a cup of wine. Some people make a brach on a l'chaim. But you have to do something to commemorate that you're not just having Sunday lunch. In order to set the mood, set the tone for the kiddush that you're making, you say some psukim first. Some people start from imtashiv. Some people start from vishamiru. Some people start from zachar. Different people start from different places. Some people start from al Beirach. Different people start from different places. But that's not kiddush. That is nothing. You made Kiddush Friday night. And by the way, if you didn't make Kiddush Friday night, for whatever reason, let's say, let's say a person was sick. And Imamish slept straight through from Friday afternoon till Shabbos day. When he, makes, when he wakes up Shabbos morning, he makes real Kiddush. In the right order. You can't make Kiddush twice. Kiddush means you're making Shabbos. You're bringing in Shabbos. If you brought in Shabbos by night, you can't bring in Shabbos by day. So what you're doing Shabbos lunch is not Kiddush. So do not confuse. Oh, there we make Kiddush and then we say Hagafen. No. You're not making Kiddush Shabbos day. So whenever you make Kiddush, you're going to do what Beis Hillel said. We'll discuss why in a minute. That is thing one. Next. You first need to wash your hands. And then you pour the cup of wine. So if you have wine before the meal, either for Kiddush or for Tuesday night supper. If you're having a cup of wine, Bishamah says you need to wash your hands before you pour that cup of wine. No. No. You pour that cup of wine, and then you wash your hands. Sounds, again, a little bit trivial. Who cares? Spoiler alert, it's going to turn into a machlek is about Tum and Tara. Next. After you wash your hands at a suda, you dry your hands with a towel, and you take that wet towel, you put it on the table where you're reading. No, no, no. You don't put the wet towel on the table. You put the wet towel on the chair. Again, sounds like a very small machlek. It's weird to put your wet used towel. By the way, Rashi says, why don't you just throw your wet used towel in the garbage or in the laundry hamper? So Rashi explains is because that was your napkin that you're going to use throughout the meal. Each person is awarded one towel in the beginning of the meal. You use that to dry your hands from Yal and the Tilas Yadayim, and you use that to clean your hands the whole meal. Remember, they didn't have forks. So everyone needed a towel the whole meal. So you use that towel throughout the meal. So where do you put this wet towel that you use throughout the meal? Bishamah says on the table, Basil says on the chair. Machlikas number four. Bishamah Aymer Mechabdim Habayis. You clean off the table. 
Bias means house, because if you ate on the floor, you clean up the house. But if you ate on a table, you clean off the table. It doesn't mean cleaning the toys in the playroom. It means, it means clear off the table. And then you wash Mayim Achrenim. You have to clean the table before Mayim Achrenim. Basil no. You do and then afterwards you clean the table. Again, sounds pretty trivial. We'll get to it. Number five. Beshame says as follows. Now there's two issues here. Number one, they benched Alakais, like we discussed in the end of the last parak. And a person can find himself at Shalashudis with one cup of wine left and a lot of things that need to be done on that cup of wine. Namely, he has to bench alakais and he has to make havdal alakais. And havdalah comes with all sorts of other brachas, candle, besamim. So you have a whole order of things you need to do. What order do you do them in? Beshama Emrim Ner. First you make a bracha Barmara Ish. Umazim, then you bench. Besamim, then you make Barmane Besamim. And finally Havdalam. Beshilal Emrim Ner. First you make a bracha on the candle. They both agree to that. Then Beshilal says Besamim. Next comes Besamim. And then comes Mazin. Then comes benching. And finally Havdalam. So if you'll notice, Everyone agrees nerves in the beginning, Havdalah is in the end. The question is, do you make a benching before Besamim or Besamim before benching? We'll get back to that. Beshamayimrim, the proper bracha on Havdalah candle is Shebara Me'ar Ha'esh. Beshamayimrim, Bayrei Me'arei Ha'esh. So two differences, Shebara and Bayrei and Me'ar and Me'arei. Now we uh, go a little bit on a tangent. Once we're talking about Havdalah, and by the way, this is one of two or three places in Shas that talks about Havdalah. Havdalah is discussed in the last parak of Shabbos. Havdalah is discussed in the last parak of Psachim. And Havdalah is discussed here. So the second blot of the eighth parak is all about Havdalah. You're now allowed to make a bracha for the candle, for Bermer Eish, and the Besamim, on a goiz besamim or havdalah candle. Vuleil and ervuleil besamim shall mason. They used to, in the olden days, for obvious reasons, they used to put a lot of besamim around the dead guy. Because if you lived in Bavel, and it's 120 degrees, and the Levi is in a couple hours, it's going to be geferlach. So they used to put all sorts of besamim around the dead guy. So it wouldn't smell. So you're going to Levaya, and you realize, oh, I didn't make Havdalah yet. And you go, Now you're not allowed to do that. Because that Besamim is dedicated for the dead guy. And you're not allowed to make a brach of Barimene Besamim on that. And we know it's a minute when a person is dead to light a, uh, a havdalk, you know, a yardside candle. You're not allowed to make a barimara'esh on his yardside candle. We'll see, we'll see why in the Gemara. 
And and of course, not in a candle, not in Basamim, of a church. Another halach and havdalah. You're not allowed to make a barimereish on a candle until you benefit from its light. That's why we all try to benefit from the light of the havdalah candle. Why we look at our fingernails is a different story, but what we're doing is we're at least benefiting from the light and we're trying to see something with the light. Now, do you have to do that? We'll see in the Gemara, but it seems like you need to benefit from the light. Back to Machlegas Beishame Beishilos. Misha'ocha v'shakach. If a person ate and forgot to bench, forgot to bench, v'lei birech, you have to go home and bench. So let's say you ate breakfast, you forgot to bench, you drove to the office, you get to the office, you realize, whoops, I forgot to bench. Beishamai says, go home. You need to get back in the car and drive home. No, you could bench where you remember, you could bench in the office. Once we're talking about delaying benching, vad until when, until when can a person bench? <coughs> What's the statue of limitations on benching? Could you bench indefinitely? Says the Gemara, until the food is digested in his stomach. How long is that? We have to discuss. Next. If they got wine at the end of the meal, people ate a meal, and they got a hold of one cup of wine, and the shaila seems to be, can I drink this cup right now because I want it? Or do I have to use it for benching? It seems like we're about to have a machlegis b'shama b'shilo if there's anything required, if there's any need to save the cup for benching, or enjoy it right now. Drink the wine, who cares? And then, and then you bench. Ah, you're not going to have a cup to bench on? Who cares? Basil says, no. Bench. And then make a bracha on the wine because you should bench halakais. That's what it seems like it's saying. And finally, finally, no more machlekes beshama beshilals, va'inin amen, achar yisrael hamivarech, you can answer amen after a yid who makes a bracha no matter what. Ve'in oinin amen, achar kusi hamivarech, you cannot say amen after a kusi who benches, who makes a bracha, yishma until you hear the entire bracha. So, so Rashi explains. Rashi explains that what's going on over here is you walk in in middle of a guy making a bracha, and all you hear him say with his apple in his hand is bere prihaits. You didn't hear the first part of the bracha. All you heard was the last part of the bracha. 
Rashi says, Rashi says, Afilu bracha, even if all you heard was Boire Preetz or Shakal Niyabidvaray, you could say Amen to such a bracha, Avaloyle Achar Kusi, but if that same situation would happen to a Kusi or a non Jew, you have to be scared that since you didn't hear the first part of the bracha, he was actually saying Baruch Ata, and he was talking about something else. For instance, the Kusim used to worship a Yoyna and Hargrizim. So for all we know is the guy said, Baruch Ata, Hargrizim, Elikeinim Elachayilam, and you can't say Amen, because you can't endorse that. So, if a Kusi is making a bracha, you could only say Amen if you heard the entire bracha. If Yisrael made a bracha, you could say Amen even if all you heard was a part of the bracha. That's how Rashi learns this din. The Rush says, the Rush says, no. Even if you heard the entire bracha from a Kusi, Kitsu Rase, you were there. The bracha says, You could still, you can't, you still can't say Amen. Which means the Rush is reading the Mishnah. The Rush says, Rashi, I don't see it saying anywhere, you can't answer Amen after Yisrael. But then, then you could after Kusi. I don't see it says that. The Rush says, no matter what, you can't answer Amen after a kusi. Rashi says, no, you can answer Amen after a kusi if you heard the whole bracha. If you didn't hear the whole bracha, who knows what the guy said. The Rambam Paskins, well, now... Maybe it, Rashi's saying like the Rosh, that you can't, that, that, that you can't, you can't even say it after a kusi even if you heard the whole bracha. No, like, no, 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 look at Rashi. Yeah. In Rashi, it sounds like it's a din in Suffolk. That, that not sounds like Rashi saying it's a din in Suffolk. That if you're Mesupic, if Yisrael said a bracha, he probably said the right bracha. If you're Mesupic, if a Kusi said the right bracha, he probably said the wrong bracha. So you're not allowed to say Amen. In Rashi, it's a din Suffolk. Maybe he didn't hear the whole bracha. Okay, if, I don't care why you didn't hear, but if you didn't hear, you can't say amen after you Yisrael. Think you heard the whole thing, but you may have added, I mean. So, that's a machlekes, Rashi and Rush. The Rambam says, nowadays, the Rambam paskins like the Rush. If you hear an apikairis make an entire bracha, you're not allowed to answer amen after a bracha of an apikairis. Because, like Rashi, it seems that if you say the right words, there can, there can be no problem. That even though you personally are an apikairis, I'm not putting it to you in the beds, <laughs> Nobody would ever think that. <laughs> even, even if you, the guy's an apikairis, if you hear the whole bracha from him, there can be no problem. The rush, and this is Gepaskin Tlaloch and Rambam, is that no. If you see a guy who's an apikaris and you hear the entire bracha, you still can't make an amen after that bracha because who knows what he had in mind and he could have meant something else when he said, Hashem Aleichem Elechayla, master of the universe. I don't know what you're thinking. Maybe you're thinking of Thor. What's the, the, the circumstance according to the Rosh? You can't answer amen. That you could? 
Because uh, there is something no, the Mishnah is talking about. No, yeah, no, never. There is a circumstance oh, oh. there. So what is the circumstance of the Rosh you can answer? It means you hear and you know who he's talking about. What does that mean? It doing? means you know you know that the guy. I don't know what. One second, one second. Ben, Ben, let, one second. I don't know why you're stuck on this Rashi. Let's read this Rashi together. Look, look in Rashi. By Yisrael, you can make a bracha even if all you heard was then the bracha. Why can't you make an omen on a kusi if you didn't hear the bracha? Maybe he was Now, if you did hear the, no, but, but one second. But if you did hear Rashi Firais, if you did hear the whole bracha from a kusi, you could make Yisrael. You can make even if you didn't hear the whole bracha kusi. You need to hear the Obracha. But if you heard the Obracha Maguzi, then you can say Amen. So according to Rashi, right? that's pretty clear, no? So according to Rashi, it's it's Tali in hearing. According to the Rush and the Rambam, even if you heard the Obracha, you can't answer Amen after uh, Apikaris. Now, what qualifies Apikaris? The Rambam passed that elsewhere. That doesn't mean if you're from Yonkel. Keep yeah. on looking at me. <laughs> <laughs> no, because I'm making sure which Gare side you're on. And the other ones I'll be Gare. It's brought down on the bottom here in response to Maishi's question about the Lushan of the of the Mishnah, that they changed the classification of a Kusi to, to, to that of an Ovinawe de Zara. Okay, okay, fine. Okay, but, no, but he... He and didn't that care. That's why the halach, the rush was was was. was he, he's not going in the in the lush. Yeah. Say. Okay. Okay. But no. Yeah. Okay. Okay. Fine. Okay. Let's do a little bit of the gemara. Now we have to go each each. I know. Okay. But <laughs> no, I'll tell you how it does. Okay, 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 okay. Of course it does. Are you saying like the guy has to basically say, "I'm making a bracha to the to the echad, you know, Hashem no, no, no. echad," and, I'll tell, therefore, I'll tell, and now the bracha is good? Do you really? Now that, the rush will concede. Now that you said this, I'll, I'll explain it. What and therefore, the my okay was was very okay, like this. Everyone knows the famous okay means okay. <laughs> no, you're talking about. I'm sorry. I'm sorry means. Uh, you know, thank you. There still has to be a condition. The rush says that a bracha by a kusi is good. Uh, Where yeah, is, uh, what, is uh, that uh, not? That's what Nachem is answering. That a kusi in those days wasn't as a geferlech, and therefore, if you heard the whole bracha, you could. A kusi nowadays, which has the dinner of an avid, of a desire, even if you heard the whole bracha, you can't, you can't say amen, and that's. Had a shtim that psaka the Rambam with the lashon and the Mishnah that a kusi and an, a kusi of nowadays or an oved of a desire of nowadays is not the same as the kusi of the Mishnah. You hear nothing? Yeah. I hear. <laughs> Good. I hear. I hear. No one I hear is better. Ain't me at the hamir at all the rabbis. Okay, so like this. So we have a machlekes between between. Bishama and Beishilo about the order of Kiddush. Now, what causes this machlekes? So says the Gemara, Taner Abonim, Dvarim Shemei Bishama and Beishilo Besuda. The following is the items argued upon between Bishama and Beishilo by Besuda. Bishama and Revarch Alayoyim, Vachach Revarch Alayayim. First, you make what we call Kiddush, and then at the end, you say Berapriyagafen. Why? Says Bishama. Two great svaras. Number one, Come on. The wine 
is only coming as a result of the specialness of the day. Why are you making Kiddush? Why are you acknowledging the day? Why are you saying a brach on a cup of wine? Because today is special. So you talk about today before you talk about the wine. Number two, v'kfar kiddush hayoyim v'adayin yayin The day has been holy for a while. Rashi says whether because whether you were makabel early, and that's why the day became kaddish, or it hit the time, it's Tzesekechav, and therefore the day is Kaddish, even if you didn't accept it. But by the time you're making Kiddish, the day is already holy. And there hasn't been any wine. So what gets acknowledged first? What happened chronologically first? What happened in order first? The day was Kaddish before the wine was brought. That's Beishamah's two svaras. Nope, wine first. Number one, Kiddush is wine. You only make Kiddush on wine. Wine causes a Chalais Kiddush. So I know you're going to ask, I, you can make Kiddush on, on, on Lecha Mishnah if you need to. Rashi said, yeah, that's a substitute for wine. But the, the Spitz din Kiddush, the original Din Kiddush, the technical Din Kiddush, was established to make a Kiddush on a cup of wine. And therefore, since the wine is the essential ingredient in saying Kiddush, you have to say the brach on the wine first. Yeah, neither. You wouldn't say the paragraph without brach? Oh, big hack. Big hack. If you wouldn't have either, if you're saying Kiddush, so we, let's talk about that. Let's do it. Probably not tonight. And Dovracher, Basil says another reason, Birhas Hayayin Tidira, wine is Tadir. Wine is constant. Wine's not limited to Shabbos. You can make a brach on wine any night of the week. In fact, some people do make a brach on wine every night of the week. It's Tadir. Ubirchas Hayoim, Kiddush is not Tadir, it's limited to Shabbos and Yantif. And we have a rule all over Shas, Tadir Shayna Tadir, Tadir Kaidim. That when you when you have something that's constant, and when you have something that's like less constant, you make the bracha on the less constant one first. That's why you make a bracha on your tefillin after your talus. You put on talus 365 days a year. You put on your tefillin 300 days a year barach. So tefillin is less tadir than talus. That's why you put on your talus first. That's why you say ritzay before yalav yavai. This pasuk is learned from milvada les habayka I just want to do that. Only when you have a choice. Doesn't matter. Tudder still trumps. No, I'm saying like, wine isn't tudder. Wine's only tudder if you make it tudder. So by definition, wine isn't tudder. You're saying there's no chiv of wine. And since it's not a chiv either. Might you do it more often. Okay, we'll stop here for Chazar. We'll continue tomorrow. No, don't, 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 don't. don't. <laughs>